Twitter's a lot of fun for me right now, especially because we got the A Song of Madness that is, event going that's on been quite fun. with Davos Fingers. And so if you haven't checked that out, you could uh, do the March Madness brackets with Song of Ice and Fire characters. And it is a fucking blast. I can't so, believe Trojan Reed, little grandfather, was knocked out. Hey, what man, that's fuck? what happens. What the fuck? That's what happens against Maya Stone. Maya Stone. Maya Stone knocked Fuck him off, out. Maya Stone. First rounder. What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate, joining me with nothing y- useful to add wow, to this show. what a dick. I'm Zach, and I am the best host here. What Debatable. Highly. Bag. Anyway, we read A Song of Ice and Fire, like I mentioned, and currently we're reading Clash of Kings. Last episode, we weren't reading Clash of Kings. You're we a liar. Re- Why? You just said that we read Clash of Kings. We do read a Clash mm-hmm. of Kings, but last episode, we wanted to pay homage to our friend in the UK, Joe Buckley. Joe and so we were Buckley. reading Great Castles of Westeros, an unofficial guide. Go check it out if you haven't yet. It's pretty sick. But the last time we read Clash of Kings, we were reading Brandon Stark, Brand 4. And it was a dope-ass chapter because yeah. we got the reads. Have you gone through the fact that we're full spoiler and that if you haven't listened before, you should go away because we'll ruin everything for you? I don't think you have. So before we get into our recaps, if you haven't read before, we'll ruin it. There you go. So why. last chapter, we read Brandon Ford. <laughs> and in that chapter, we saw the the Jojans hang... The Jojans. The Jojans. The, the reeds hang around Winterfell and become... St- some good companions to Brandon. Yucking finally. it up with Bran and until Jojen started kind of aggressively pushing. inquiring about Bran's dreams, which, you know, he thinks he's on his That's time what frame. mentors are supposed to do. That's Bran. what a little grandfather's for. And then Bran gets defensive, goes to Lewin, gets some words about magic in the world, and then goes back to the reeds where Mira says that he's already had another dream about a feast. And we get a little bit of a green dream, some foresight, but that doesn't matter this chapter, because this chapter we're reading Tyrion 7, and so last time we saw Tyrion, what was he getting into, Zach? He fucked up Pycelle. Yes. He, in realizing that Pycelle was the one who immediately ran to Cersei with his little ploy about marrying Marcella and Tominoff, he decided to act on that, and in doing so... Fucking had Shaga kick in the door. They scared him where he was peeing all over himself because he's gross. Gross. Old and then Tyrion essentially asked him, you know, where does it end with you, Pycelle? Who haven't you betrayed at this point? And had him confined to the red cells. Uh, some other prep happened for sort of the ongoing war. Yeah, we and... saw the Iron Throne where Tyrion got to sit on there. and Yeah, the terms that he's sending back to Cleos Frey, which we know are not going to be accepted, and he knows won't be accepted. Uh, and it was, yeah, it's just more of the power play, but Tyrion actually made a, a significant move in imprisoning one of Cersei's little subjects. Right, but here in chapter 29 of Clash of Kings, Tyrion 7, we open with him laying in bed. Uh, being woken by Podrick Payne. Yeah, it's well after midnight, and Pod comes in all sleepy-eyed, sleepy-eyed Pod, and tells him that his cousin is awaiting him and uh, has come to visit. And Tyrion is, hmm, it's pretty late, and see him to my solar, I'll get ready. <laughs> and so he thinks that Lancel isn't 
clever enough to have, you know, tried to make this meeting happen to catch him off guard. So this has to be Cersei sending him this late, hoping to catch Tyrion in the throes of sleep so he won't be as witty as normal. She'd be disappointed because even a bed, he stayed up late as fuck. Uh, reading Varys's reports, his whispers yeah. reports in Littlefinger's account books. That I like. But yeah, Varys is giving him reports of his whispers. Yeah. That's an interesting... I'm, I'm sure he's giving him the top layer of oh, absolutely. the whispers. But... but I think it's very interesting because I think in the past rereads, I've kind of overlooked this... This detail yeah. that Tyrion goes to where he's reading the account books. Nobody else ever listened to what Littlefinger does. They handle the money. Tyrion's going through ledgers. He's going through records, making sure, finding well, out Well, everyone where always he's... says with Littlefinger, like, he's got such a contrived system that only he could understand it. So they don't bother going through the books. Right. Tyrion's going to actually open it up and try yeah. to make sense of it. And... Which we do see. We did see him doing back, there was a, a couple chapters ago from him where he he was talking about how Littlefinger came and got these dock workers and owed these favors yeah. and started trading. And so he already had kind of an idea. Now we're seeing the level of detail he's going to understand those mechanics. And so he thinks that he'll let Lancel sit and wait for a minute. Let him stew on it. So he takes a shit. Yeah, he takes a shit. He, he's just taking his time. And he thinks Lancel is young and not known for his patience. Let him wait and grow anxious. And then uh, splashing some water on his face, he ruffles his hand through his hair to make him look more sleep ridden. Yeah, yeah. He wants him to seem like he's caught off guard. Yeah, and he heads down, and Lancel is pacing in front of the fireplace as Tyrion greets him. Oh, to what do I owe the great unexpected pleasure? Cersei wants by cell released, and he hands him a warrant. Well, he presents a warrant. He has the warrant from Cersei. Tyrion doesn't take it, and he asks, oh, well, you know, should my sister be so active? Isn't she still sick? And Lancel answers, no, she's quite improved. Thank you very much. And Tyrion's like, fuck, I'd hope for a couple more days. You know, I should have used a little bit more, a little couple more drops of that shit. <coughs> Excuse me. But Tyrion smiles and offers his cousin a cup of wine. And he says, I am here at her grace's behest not to drink with you, imp. And Tyrion notes the knighthood and his part in Robert's murder have made him bold. But... Lancel continues saying that Pycelle is the staunch friend of the queen. So I did actually like that when he refuses, Tyrion says, oh, no, it's fine. Wine does have its dangers. Mm. And it's that funny, like, seeing if he can catch Lancel a little bit on edge with mentioning poisoning wine. Yeah. But at the same time, he was just thinking about poisoning the wine for Cersei. And so it's just funny how many layers his little thoughts and quips have. Yeah. And Lancel goes on, uh, Pycelle is a staunch friend of the queen and under her personal protection. And Tyrion then dismisses Pod and says, okay, is there anything else? And he says, yes. Yeah. Sir Jacelyn Bywater, he's c- refused the queen's direct command. She demands that he be arrested immediately. Well, yeah, he gives the runaround. He defied a command issued in the king's own name, which Tyrion knows Cersei commanded him to release Pycelle, right. and he refused. So they're twisting it to, you know, he's oh, oh yeah. he's a fucking traitor. He's not listening to the king. But And Lancel begins to warn Tyrion. I'll uh, hear no warnings from you, boy. And so Lancel grabs his sword hilt, and Tyrion says, Oh, please, Shaga will kill you with an axe quicker than 
Uh, Shagger will burst through that door, and he'll actually kill you with an axe, not a wineskin. I'm a knight, sir. He gets so offended. It's uh, fucking hilarious. This is such a good scene. And Tyrion owns him. He mentions the betting of Cersei, and the flicker that goes through Lancel's eyes is all the admission he needs, and he thinks Varys told it true. And so he says no one can deny that Cersei does indeed love her. Well, he thinks that Cersei loves her family. And so he asks him, what will Joffrey think when he learns that Lancel murdered his father to bed his mother? No, no. Which is the best fucking way to twist that. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. And he immediately goes on to the defense. And no, Lord Tywin, he ordered me to obey her every command. (laughs) He ordered you to fuck her. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, this is almost a... The the show representation of this this chapter this uh, this good. this speech in particular this this moment was almost word for word yeah and Peter Dinklage fucking kills it with just that arrogant oh oh well I no I'm just gonna go talk to the king that's all we'll the one see. thing we didn't get is that Tyrion looks him up and down and notes yeah. I can see it. He is a very poor copy of Jamie. That's exactly and I where I was going that. I suppose that that is sweeter than an empty bed, which is so revealing about Cersei. Right. She's looking for that well, that similar... Well, he, he drew that connection, because that's we don't get the internal thoughts yeah, in, the, in show. the show, obviously. And so the, the one of the big things that he mentions is that he's... A poor copy. Yeah, he's discount but Jamie. But he's, he's discount Jamie. Yeah. He, and he's so, Sam's Club Jamie. Exactly. Like, just the fucking, the off-brand. And the defiance goes out of Lancel all at once. And he falls to his knees, begging mercy, offering to leave the city if that's what it takes. He'll no. go into exile. No, you won't. He, he tells him, you're going to stay. And you're going to do exactly what you have been doing. Keep giving her that dick. You'll just keep faith with me. That's that. That's it. And, you, you know, I want to know what Cersei's doing. I want to know where she goes. You will still follow her orders, but you'll just tell me. You'll report to Cersei. And it, He offers another drink to Lancel and makes him drink this time to their arrangement. Yeah. And he says, cheer up, Lancel. You get to fuck <laughs> yeah, I, the queen. I did, uh, speaking of the show, I did think of Dinklage and they're like, rise, rise. Like, <laughs> he, you know, now Tyrion's like, all right, like, no. we, we, I got what I wanted. And he tells him. Return to Cersei and tell her that it worked. You shook me thoroughly. and I'm scared. I, from this point on, I'll do nothing without her consent. And Lancel's like, well, then what's a Pycelle? And he says, oh, I'll give her Pycelle. And Lancel's even surprised. He's like, you will? And he's yeah, like, yeah, I'll release him on the morrow. Cersei can keep him as a pet or send him to the wall, but I will not have him on the council. Then he says, tell her that Sir Jacelyn Bywater, you believe, can be won away from me in due time. That ought to keep her content enough on that. And then Tyrion gets a little serious and says, as her lord husband did just die, it would be very fucking odd if my sister were to suddenly be taken with child. So therefore, and Lancel gets all and, and, and embarrassed. Yeah, like, this dude. Is, man, he puts on, he's like, my, my lord, I would never, I, I, I come on a tummy. I spill, <laughs> my, I spill my seed on her belly. Fuck, man. Like how awkward to look yeah, at dude. like her brother and be like, Listen, man, like, I know I'm fucking her, and I and know Tyrion you're my... And even uh, twisted. He's like, I'm sure it's a wonderful belly to spill your seed <laughs> on. Like, 
And but he tells him, you know, make sure it is only there, like only. And he, and the way Lancelot makes it sound, Cersei's aware of this too. Like, oh Sansa, yeah, Cersei knows that. Well, she was because she he did mention it. I forget. I don't have that specific quote she written down. She makes him, but she made him yeah. from the first time. Yeah, so it, she makes me spill my seed a, yeah. on her belly. Yeah, and so <laughs> Tyrion. Uh, Lancel bows and leaves, and Tyrion allows himself a moment to feel sorry for the boy. Because he doesn't think he's going to live throughout the year. Another fool and a weakling as well, but he doesn't deserve what Cersei and I are doing to him. Yeah, yeah he his survivability isn't long at all. And then he goes on <laughs> to mention, and I love this, I that when Jamie comes to town... Even if he survives what Cersei yeah, and Tyrion yeah, are do, doing... When Jamie comes to town, he's dead. When Jamie Lannister came to town... Because if Jamie himself doesn't kill him, Cersei will to make sure that Jamie never finds out. Like, you're a dead man, Lancel. Yeah. The only who hope you have is by, you know, giving into all your sins, repeating them to the High Sparrow and having the faith kill Cersei. But we know she doesn't die, so... Yeah, it's... Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's fucked, because, yeah, you don't really think about that. But, yeah, when Jamie comes back, either Jamie's going to find out and kill him, or Cersei's not going to let him find out and kill him. And that's it. So Those are the two possibilities. Is Jamie going to kill Moonboy? I'm just, I'm just wondering... Well, Probably you know, fucking Moonboy for all Moon we know. Moonboy doesn't look like Jamie. Don't insult Jamie like that. Well, he kind of does when he's missing a hand. I don't Bit like of this. a clown. I don't like this. You but... know why uh, I realized the truth today is that Jamie is never going to be nearly as cool as he could be because Corrin Halfhand does it better. He's a way better one-handed swordsman than Jamie is, and he taught is himself. Is Corrin only one-handed? Fuck yeah. Is he really? Corrin Halfhand. Hmm. Um, how dare you? One and two. Uh, no, Jamie's not going to kill the Moon Boy because he's over it. He's over. He threw, he's over he threw Cersei. Cersei's plead to come to him. He's all about, that Brienne, yeah, he's about now. that Brienne. Get it. And they're Get going it. to their possible imminent death in the Riverlands. Wonderful. So, anyway, this is not a Jamie chapter yet. <laughs> so. Tyrion uh, knows that he won't be able to get to sleep for the rest of the evening, so he tells Pod, at least not here, so he tells Pod to summon Bronn and then to saddle and bridle two horses. Horses, my lord? Yeah, yes, the four-legged creatures. I'm so sure you've seen them. I love how fucking, he's not shitting, he's not mean to Pod here. Yes, he's just, like, like, giving him shit. Like, I know, like, yeah, I know you're half asleep, so, like, wake up. Horses, yes, the four-legged animal that we ride around is fucking everyone does. It's so good. I love the Podrick Tyrion. I love the Podrick anyone relationship. Well, yeah. I kidding? So but. Bronn gets there quickie, quickly, quickie, quickie, quickie. I mean, Bronn, like, Bronn. He's just what around. is Bronn? Like, I just want a day in the life of Bronn. Dude, man. can I tell you, prologue point of view, chapter Bronn. Stop. That'd be dope. But, uh, and they set out, and Tyrion, they, they give each other some shit, uh, about who pissed in your soup, and yeah, Cersei, yeah. of course, and, but they set out. Are and, we going out? <clears throat> No, I summoned you and the horses. For, like, he does the same yeah. thing that he just did to Pod. Yeah. So it's like, it just shows that he's kind of got that relationship with Pod because it's that friendship here with Bronn as well. You know, he's not just shitting on Pod. He's That's how he yeah, interacts yeah. with his friends. Yeah, and uh, setting out, the, the city's been dangerous of late, but he feels safe with Bronn, which I think is a huge I, I think so as clue well. into their relationship. Of Bronn. And as to the prowess of Bronn uh, in and, general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Bran, uh, Bran, Bran. Uh, we are Tyrion, 
he's fucking Jamie Lannister's little brother. Nobody knows how good of a swordsman I, is better than Jamie Lannister. I thought you or were Tyrion saying Lannister. he's fucking Jamie Lannister. Oh and my yeah, gosh, yeah. no, I gotta watch out with yeah. those. Uh, he's Lannister's man. <laughs> adjective, not a verb. Adjective. Um, he nobody knows how good of a swordsman is better than Tyrion, yeah. who's been watching his older brother's whole life. And he feels completely safe with Bronn. He's aware of how capable Bronn is. Is it that, or is it Tyrion's ego bubbling out at this point? Absolutely, that too. I mean, I didn't think that. Hand of the King has this fucking badass protector. I mean, really? So, I mean, not to take anything away from Bronn, because I do agree. No, now that you're mentioning it, because I didn't think that at all. I do think Tyrion has a, a good position to come from and say that this is a good swordsman. Jamie being his older brother and having watched him, but I also think he's only really seen him fight Klansmen and Sir Vardis Egan. Right. And so, like, is Vardis Egan good? We don't really, really know. We haven't seen him go up against anybody other than Bronn, and Bronn schooled him. But does that mean Bronn could school Jamie? Who knows? And right, that's right. the interesting part is I think a little bit of this safety he's feeling, is, I mean, it's one man. Well, If they got attacked by 15 people, if the bread riots happened now... Bronn isn't saving Tyrion from fucking a mob. I'm sorry, but it's not Well, I was thinking that, actually, when I was taking the note that, you know, how safe is he, though, during the bread riots? And like, is, when is the Bronn hound even, is there. Is Bronn like, even going to stay and help Tyrion? Right, because like, he's a mercenary. So he's, he's And I think um, that is to lend credence to Shay. So I want to also point out here, because it's going to come back to the main thing that I kind of caught on to earlier, that... It is funny that they're uh, he, we're talking about Bronn so heavily because they're the one that had that chat about wanting to take the baby. No, 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 no. Um, wanting to take a woman after a battle. Oh yeah. And in my opinion, that's what's what's happened here. He just won. He just won this battle against Cersei. This little minor victory. He's all hyped up. That's why he can't sleep. He won his kind of battle. He's in his world. His this is his strength, yeah, yeah. and that's what he's going to be. That's what I think is the main thing of this chapter. Is Tyrion's feeling like he's untouchable right now. He's in his prime. He's doing what he likes, and he's fucking good at it. And so he just won this battle of wits with Cersei by getting Lancel on his side. He 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 needs he needs a woman. He needs any woman technically but Shay because he's Tyrion. Yeah. Well, I think as as we were saying like that him feeling so safe with Bronn and attributing that to his kind of power position now. That's sort of his trust with Shay is he's now at this point believing he's in such a high station that he's got it made. He's got his woman, he's got his right hand and now he's got Lancel working for his sister. He's got Pycelle fucking off the council and fucked. He's got Varys slipping him whispers. He's got Littlefinger's account book, so he's got Littlefinger's number. He knows the dagger with... He's just... He feels so safe in this bubble, and that... We we were reading something, uh, a very, very interesting theory on Reddit about Shataya's tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, and perhaps whether or not this was built by Lord Tywin Lannister, the Hand of the King. Yeah, and it's a pretty common theory out there yes. because of the the wardrobe in there is decorated in Lannister that, colors and such. But uh, lends credence to what we're talking about here in that. This is Tyrion as Tywin fucking Lannister. That's exactly what I was saying. Riding through the city as Hand of the King with one man who he feels is enough. That's our presence is enough. Us two together 
to shut down any fucking issues we have in the city while I'm riding. And if Tywin built it, using my secret tunnel and that's what's to so go funny visit is my whore. Tywin despises Tyrion. Tyrion despises Tywin. They're the exact same person. Yeah. And he- so that I just I thought that was the because the, we get two, three main interactions, Tyrion with people. Lancel, Bronn. And we get Chataya and Elia, but and Shay are the right. three main people that Tyrion has to deal with in this chapter. And Lancel, it's completely working over somebody, somebody that he knows in and out. Then we get Bronn, someone who he knows well, but now is sort of blinding himself to. Would Bronn stay if you got attacked at this point, where it's just the two of you? I don't know that he would. At I don't this think point. he would at all if it was. And then you've got Shay, who. From the full spoiler reread, we know is in it for. Money. I mean, it's debatable. It's all- it, I mean, it's debatable. Did she? Does always, she start to? Was yeah, there. was she always here to fuck Tyrion over, or or what? I believe that she was, and so Shay and I, and I have points to bring that up. Uh, Shay's sort of obliviousness to everything, and why I don't trust her at all. But and so yeah, so we've jumped from someone Tyrion can absolutely puppet master to someone Tyrion can't control at all, and is now obscuring his thoughts on and then Shay, who I think Tyrion has misread from the second he yeah, met absolutely. her. And it's just this interesting control to lack of control. And it's his choice. He is choosing these people. Lancel well, wasn't his choice and he owned him. Bronn is his chosen right hand and he barely knows him. Shay is his chosen paramour and she is his downfall. I do think it's important actually to bring up the other interactions though. Chataya, Chataya and, and Elia. Because... <clears throat> they're kind of this Strong, wild card fierce. where like they seem very loyal to Tyrion but if you know they they really are just business to me they're they're loyal to their secret and that and, and if their secret gets out then that's damaging to them but that's what's so interesting about this is if Tywin's aware of the secret then they're not breaking the trust well that's, they're not that's revealing it. I mean anything. it's just the hand of the king and so thing. I think that he might not necessarily be. It might not be correct for him to trust them so explicitly that with him going through there, because they could be the ones that were like, "Yo, Tywin, he's got he's got a bitch right over there." That's it. And and maybe it wasn't Shay until Chataya revealed that to and Tywin. And Tywin took Tywin and through ty- the tunnel exactly, to the man. To the man. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Well, not through but, the I tunnel mean, to, to the man. But yeah, but to the. But you know, who knows? Been using this. Yeah. It, it's who knows who's. I just know, think the, it's interesting because we get he gets some interesting thoughts on Chataya and Elia, and I think it's everything Shade's not because he thinks about how strong these women are and how. He thinks maybe that's it, you know, it's not in what we do, but how we choose to do it. And I think that's, that, we yeah. need to apply that to Shay. It's not what we do, but how we choose to do it. And she's, she's smart. Shay is very clever, I think. Well, and he's not applying that to, he, he's applying how smart yeah. and business centric and focused these women are to keep this secret, keep this brothel, you know, keep up the charade, but how many hands of the king have come through here? Who fucking knows? How many times has Varys used these tunnels? Who knows? See, and that's the difference between those two, Chataya and, and Shay. Shay, is they're, I mean, for, because I'm so ignorant to the industry, they're workers of the night. They are yeah. sex workers, you know. Shay's a whore. 
She's a whore. Artist. She's a whore she who's trying a, to. She wants to make as she much. She was a war tag along. She wants to live the best life she can by fucking. Mm. The other two have. It's a craft. It's an art that yeah. they work on. They've it's they've built and them. and they've utilized it to turn a profit yeah. into a business. And so they have that, especially Chataya, but she's instilled that in her daughter that that very proud. You know, yes, we do this for a living, but there's nothing wrong with it. We're still strong, intelligent business people who are capable of holding these kinds of secrets and playing in the politics in their way. And so, yeah, I definitely think that that's a neat comparison to see those that group Two different, so quick. Yeah, there's, I, well, we get three. Shatai and Alaya are very similar. Yeah, I'm kind of grouping Shea, them together. They're all sex workers, but... Going about it, and, and it's it's not that, what we do, it's how we exactly. do it. And Shay is rising and making something of herself by clinging to Tyrion, whereas these two women have done it and have been doing it for a while now, and now we're even seeing the passing on of that, the generational, where it, this is something with longevity. But anyway, they're continuing through the city. Tyrion's feeling real safe in his position, and they spot they encountered no one but a lone old crow, crone, crow, <laughs> lone Maybe. old crone holding a dead cat by the tail Meow. and uh, Tyrion notes that she seems to think they're going to steal her dinner and slinks away did you get anything off of this other than that because I got weirder vibes because I just immediately thought of how difficult it is to catch cats in this city and that this lone old crone caught a yeah, cat yeah so like... we have gotten a lot um, I I suppose I kind of, I mean I didn't overlook that but like I read into it looked to see what I could find or anything it didn't it seemed to me more like just a a suspenseful moment I wanted it to be more but that that I'm glad you mentioned that I don't know I didn't the, think of that and then part. I started thinking of the dead cat I thought we, immediately of Sir Pounce we spent and a Tommen, lot of time and a cat a lion like she's just yeah. holding this looking we spent at them. a lot of time learning from Arya how difficult cats can be. And we even get have had comments from her in the last couple chapters where she, well after she's left King's Landing, that, oh, catching cats was harder than this. Mm. So we know it's not a, an easy task. So did she slaughter this thing and then it's just been carrying it? Like, yeah, it, yeah. That's... What, what, it does make it even more creepy when you really start thinking about it, what she could be, what she could mean. So who knows? But Tyrion begins to reflect on previous hands, those who proved no match for Cersei. And how could they, he thinks. The only way to beat her is to play her game. And both Lords Stark and Aaron would never do that. No, they were far too honorable to be willing to play the game at the level that she does, which we saw firsthand with Ned chapters. Straight, he straight up refused. He knew that yeah. the Game of Thrones was a thing, and he refused to engage in it. And that Lost was his life. Yeah. And he thinks, small wonder that they were both dead, while Tyrion himself had never felt more alive. His twisted legs may have made him a grotesque joke at harvest balls, but this dance he knew. And uh, before they arrive at the brothel, we are going to convene our small council and just let you guys know the haps, and then we'll get right back into it and let you finish up with Tyrion. Word. What's up, small council? What up, what up? Hey. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was weird. We uh, like to give you guys our socials here, let you know how to contact us. We give our inductees at the end of the chapter. We also read out inductees sent in to us. So if you would like to send one of those in or have questions, comments, anything like that, the easiest way to get a hold of us is our email, withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. 
We can also be found on Facebook with our little Facebook group, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. What else you got? Uh, I am on Twitter at Carstark92. Nate is on Twitter at Manners Without. Manners Without is also the Instagram, although the Instagram is a little less active than all the other uh, socials. Uh, just because it's hard to find pictures to yeah, just man, post we're just, relatively yeah. to certain things. So, you know, Instagram, eh, maybe not so much. But the other socials, we're all very active. We're very active on. Um, mainly, I just post dog pictures on Twitter. Cause yeah, yeah. Twitter is uh, it's still a little new for me. Twitter's a lot of fun for me right now, especially because we got the A Song of Madness that is, event going that's on. That's been quite fun. With Davos Fingers. And so if you haven't checked that out, you could uh, do the March Madness brackets with Song of Ice and Fire characters. And it is a fucking blast. I can't so, believe Trojan Reed, little grandfather, was knocked out. Hey, man, what that's fuck? what happens. What the fuck? That's what happens against Maya Stone. Maya Stone. Maya Stone knocked fuck him out. Fuck off, Maya Stone. First rounder, too. It was pretty early on. Whatever. That's okay. So Twitter, we're pretty active. Yeah, I yeah, am anyway. yeah. Nate definitely is. I have been a little um, bit more with this March Madness, and it's it's just a blast to engage in the community. So yeah, look so for us there. Then we, I always, I've been wanting to mention uh, frequently to check out the book Great Castles of Westeros. Yeah, yeah. We've had the episode with Joe Buckley on, and it was a lot of fun. The book is very good. You can find it on Amazon. Check it out. Yeah, go support him. He's and then, fantastic. Lastly, if you could leave us a rate, a review, uh, subscribe to us anywhere, leave comments, things like that on any of your podcast apps, it might take me a little time because, you know, there's like 100,000 of those fucking things, and I have to sift through them individually because there's not one little app that says, hey, all of these here now you've got to comment on one of them. No, I have to go through each and every single one. So if it takes me a bit, sorry. I'm working First on it. problems, am I right? I know, it's crazy. Anyway, send us in your inductees. We'll let you get back to Tyrion 7. Swag. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-back. It's a lot of fun to do. I just want to intro with it every single time. Cool. So anyway, the brothel is quite crowded given the time of night. And as he comes in, Shataya immediately sees him and says that she'll start getting him set up in the turret room. But for now, I'll get you a glass of wine, set you up. Aliyah's busy. Yeah, she's, she's with a customer right now, but... And so uh, he, Tyrion is kind of watching her as she... So Bronn immediately grabs a different woman and yeah. heads on up. Yeah, he's Bronn's getting out. his. Because he knows that Tyrion's spending the night here. Yeah, so yeah. he's going to have to wait here until Bronn, uh, Tyrion gets there in the morning. Um, but yeah, Bronn, uh, Bronn... Damn names. Tyrion. Tyrion starts that, taking a look around the room. Notes and, that uh, Chataya sees herself as a sort of priestess, which I really liked. And this now, is where we get that. They are from the Summer Isles, right? Yeah, they're... Which they're, is very much makes sense. Very it's, dark. Skin. I think and... it's funny that because in the Summer Isles there actually are temples for this kind of yeah thing. for sexual and temples so and I think stuff. it's funny yeah. that he he says that in like a she she sees herself as a priestess no she she really is basically a priestess yeah yeah I, I don't think there's a, a not a condescending yeah. tone to it or anything just it's funny that he's so uh distanced from that thought process that, that it, it could she be, actually yeah. is a priestess and this is this. where we get the great line perhaps that is the secret it is not what we do so much as why we do it and it's somehow comforting to him and uh i like them mentioning the cheap wine um because it's not nearly as good as the stuff he's been drinking and she's like what do you want from me man like i can't i can't get any the at good the price yeah it's hard need. to like, get the good shit now there's a war and a whore named Dancy comes over and tries to coax him into coming with her, but 
Tyrion kind of shrugs her off, saying, no, thank you, I'll wait for Alaya. And she's like, oh, you always take Alaya, yeah, 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 you always take yeah, yeah, sisterhood. And Tyrion's like, yeah, you know, and so she's really trying, like, sucking on his fingers and shit. I mean, she's practically, she's grabbing a hold of him to where, you know, this could also, if it wasn't Tyrion who has, I think he does and has raped women, you know, so fuck the dude. But she's pretty aggressive here with grabbing a hold of him as well, but... Finally, Yaya appears at the top of the stairs and is like, Dancy, leave me alone. Dancy. <laughs> and yeah, she starts leading him up and she tells him that Dancy's going to try because they have a bet. There's yeah. a bet her and another girl have to see who can bet him. And uh, he's Or like, oh, if Dancy can bet him. It and can she has at all. like 14 oh, yeah, days. Fortnite or something. And she, yeah, so she has like 14 days to get him in bed with her or she loses like her silver pearls. And Tyrion's like, oh man, like, well, I don't, I don't want her to lose a bet. And she's like, well, next time take her upstairs. And he's like, maybe I will. No, 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 you won't. You're not gonna. Shut the fuck up. So yeah, they get to the turret room, and he heads right over to the wardrobe as she kind of stretches out on the bed, and he turns and says, what is it you do while I'm gone? And she <laughs> answers him, and I am like, prudently, sleep, sleep, and then we learn she's been leading, reading, learning, Jesus Christ, she's been learning to read, and so maybe soon she'll, you know, read a book while he's gone, and he... He said, sleep is good. Books are better. Yeah. And, and I, I love, that's so cool. Yeah, he gives she's... her a kiss on the cheek and he heads down. I like the relationship he has with them where it's just this understanding of like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I really like what, um, I like to to see that uh, Alaya, I, I, she's one of those characters that I never saw in the past. And this reread, I'm just really liking these minor characters. Yeah, and she's she's, a, she's one of the ones that I've really let. And now to learn that she's she's learning to read and like how much more impact she could have on the story. Being see, I think that's significant let, too because literate. We're gonna get here in a minute. Some description of Shay and what's been happening with Shay. Alaya is does sleep, which we'll f- discover Shay doing, but she's also reading. She's also spending time bettering herself. To me, again, that's a reflection of Shay, who's doing fucking nothing. Yeah, she's just lounging and yeah. drinking and, and hanging out. And so eating. Tyrion heads on down the passage, and and it's never enough. Like you start seeing, like she's always, I want to be, cl- I want to be in there, it, I want to do this, I want. I this. know you aren't big on Quentin Tarantino movies, but it reminds me of in uh, in Pulp Fiction, Bruce Willis's character has a wife. And she is the most whiny, pathetic woman I have ever seen in my life. And it drives me nuts with how <laughs> manipulatively whiny she is. And it it's I get the exact same vibe from that as Shay. Nice. If you've seen Pulp Fiction, you probably will understand what I'm talking about. It's kind of a far pull, but he uh yeah, he, he goes to the passage, he arrives at the stables, and he begins to hear music as he's leaving the stables, and from some faraway inner tavern, and it reminds him of Taisha who had been alive from start to finish, only a whore that Jamie had hired to make him a man. Now, full spoiler reread, we know that that's bullshit. Yeah, she was in love with him, man. She actually... Jamie lied about the whore part. Because Jamie was forced by his father to lie about the whore part. And not to mention, then, that the entire Lannister guard and... Tyrion were forced to take forced him. to fuck her yeah. and rape her right there. Like, God, that's yeah. fucking twisted but he, shit. He, he kind of goes through the things in his head and thinks that now I'm free of Taisha. I don't need Alaya and Shataya or Dancy. Dancy! I have, I have Shay now. Shay. 
fucking just rip my heart open and stomp on it. Why don't you, George R. R. Martin? So Tyrion arrives at the gates of Shay's manse and knocks up, pounds on the gates, and uh, he's led in by a man with a hair lip and a lazy eye. Yeah, so we learn that these are some sellswords. Guarding this place are sellswords that Tyrion had specifically chosen by Varys. Find the ugliest. uh, Here's the, uh, the chink in the armor. The absolute insecurity about not a saint, like, he refused to have anybody remotely handsome. Now, here is the the kicker is this is the, the break in everything of his. Every little step on his secrecy and his little plan and his perfect, you know, I'm untouchable type shit is this here. He... He had Varys get these guys. He asked them, him to try to find eunuchs, uh, gay guys, and yep. sheep fuckers. Yeah. And basically Varys found them except for sheep fuckers. Yeah, a couple eunuchs, and, some some gay guys. And yeah. he, he says he wanted, like you mentioned, the ugliest fuckers that he could get so that she, that she wouldn't be tempted by the handsome guards that she's sitting around all day, yep. all the time. Um, but then he even mentions, but... Then again, because he thought that maybe he went, he had Varys go too far. They were too out of the. And then he was like, "But really, I'm more of a monster than any of they, yeah. any of them." No shit. That right there, you're saying that all these terribly gross, disgusting, horrible men still aren't even as ugly as you are, and yet you're her fucking one. Like any one of them offers her your gold. Who else can offer you that amount of gold? Tywin. Yeah. Like, you, you, you're so, you tell, uh, I'm trying to think of the way to say this before I stumble anymore over words. He hires these people for this specific reason and doesn't realize that she clearly doesn't care what anybody looks like if they're paying enough. Yeah. Because he, he straight up notes that Shay, uh, Shay uttered no complaint about it. And my thought was it was why the fuck would she like? She's got this whole manse to herself, right. like, and she yeah, and she's dating the ugliest of them all, like, and so he had thought that he'd rather use his clansmen to guard her, but everyone in King's Landing knew who the wildlings belonged to, and so the jig would be up there, and so he enters and heads straight up in and says that uh, in the bedchamber, Shay is laying nude, asleep. And he wonders how it is that a whore could look so clean and sweet and innocent. See, and now this is where I had actually come to the realization of that thing I'd brought up earlier with somebody needing a woman after battle, like how they brought that up. Yeah. Um, because he basically claims that he, you know, seeing her there, he he watches her for a second, but finally can't resist the urge. To yeah, get he had in no intention of waking her. Now, but... obviously, he's paying for her, and so there's kind of this assumed consent, but basically he goes and rapes this sleeping woman, even though it's Shay and fuck Shay. But yeah, to me that right there was, this is that moment. Cause he then, uh, he's, you know, finishing in her and she wakes yeah, up. Yeah, my note and, is they fuck Shay awake. Yeah. And she wakes up saying, uh, that she's, I'm, I just had a dream. I had a sweet dream. And so I actually Lord. wrote the quote down specifically. Yeah. Cause I just thought yeah, this is yeah, no, really this, important too, here. Yeah. And so he says, he tells her it is no dream and then thinks this. It is real, all of it. The war, the intrigues, the great bloody game, and me in the center of it. Me, the dwarf, the monster, the one they scorned and laughed at. But now I hold it all, 
The power, the city, the girl. This was what I was made for. And gods forgive me, but I do love it. And her. And her. Now, I didn't mean to put a question on that last. And her. So that's how the chapter actually ends. I hate but, it. Um, he, it's, and that's why I thought that he is reveling in his battle, his victory against Cersei by acquiring Lancel. He's fucking her. And that's what it is, is he thinks he's so untouchable now. And that's, this is where I think we're going to start seeing his downfall. Um, I'm really excited to pay attention to his next chapters to see if I can spot any of the, the pieces crumbling out fall yeah. you know falling from underneath my favorite him. part of this whole thing was the the power which was his ride through chitaya's feeling like tywin yeah the city is the brawn and then straight up the girl. the girl yeah that and those are his three well the power also with lancel the, just the, straight the, yeah, like, yeah 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 boy exactly. like you're just this child yeah. you you think you're this arrogant knight but no you're nothing yeah that you one two not. three we mentioned the three people he dealt with the the power over lancel the city he's got through Bronn and the girl is just this whole, the whole, and that's the thing is he's equating the girl to the city and the power. Right. Like, and, and he's giving her that. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it's fucking so foolish. And Tyrion. it turns on him so bad. And yeah. And I do love it. The game, the city, the power and her and is the second and her for Taisha. Is it Shay and Taisha so that's, or is it Shay Shay? Now see, that's technically why I Shay did Shay, the... Shay Shay. <laughs> um, I thought because that could really go a lot of different ways with that and her because it could be and her and then the second one kind of him convincing himself and her as mm-hmm. well. But it could also be uh, the first one was for Taisha and then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. and her, mm. Shay yeah. or backwards, backwards where it's and her and, and Shay and her actually, and Taisha. Yeah. Like, so it's really hard to say what he, he means by it, but... Um, so I didn't come into this uh, episode with a an inductee in mind, but I do absolutely have 100% set one in stone. And I just think it's funny because of our other inductee that we have writing in because, uh, and I'll give mine, it's Aliyah. Mm. And especially after discussing a little more about her this chapter, just she knows who the fuck she is, first of all. And she's, she's a badass, honorable Yo, woman. because she's got the pro- fucking... Progressive uh, parent, yo. Be be free to be me, yo. She, I can't even remember her fucking name. She reminds me of in the Pendragon series, the the Bobby Pendragon, not the Arthurian legends. No, not Courtney. Lore. Oh yeah, Lore. Um, just this badass. Like if she was to go and like go to the Master at Arms and get a little bit of training with a bow staff, like she'd be this dope ass battle bitch. Mm. Um, but I love that she's learning to read, and I'm really hoping that we get to see her become a bigger player in in the the whole series as a whole. But so I'm giving it to Alaya. What? Uh, mine's going to little Podrick Payne yes. for doing his duty in the middle of the night and being me about it. Uh, Literally half asleep, jarbled mess. That's that so has to be explained what a horse is because <laughs> that's me when I wake up. So Pod. I understand yeah. you. I feel your pain. And, like, fuck off, Lancel, for waking Pot up, you no little douchebag. So, Podrick Payne, because uh, I haven't inducted him yet, and I enjoy Pod. I'm thrilled. And everyone else in the chapter is mildly upsetting and intriguing to me. Even Bronn right now, I'm like, mm, I'm picking more shit up about you in this reread that I don't like than I would like. So, 
That's mine. Wonderful. Braun. Pod, so not we also, of course, have an inductee from our favorite French fry over in France. France. Uh, Julian. Julian. Thank you, as always, Julian, for writing in. He says, hola, amigos. And That's what not if... French. Sorry. You know... He's allowed to send. I know. In. He has, he's done a bunch of languages. Like he ends everyone with fucking Valyrian. Shut the hell up. You shut the hell up and read it. I'm gonna. Hola, amigos. And what if my inductee was a whore? Don't we need those in the Brotherhood? Yes. That's We've why got we me. got two of. We do have me. I am here. But that's why I did Alaya. So perfectly acceptable. I don't know about the other one, but, you know, it's okay. So he is inducting Shay for being the obvious blind spot or weak point of Tyrion in King's Landing. They say history repeats itself. I will see about that. So then we probably spoiled that part for you. Good on you. You didn't know that Taisha was not a lie. She was not a Shay. Fuck Shay. But he says, good day to you both. Thank you, Valar Horaris. Horaris. Very good. Um, excellent inductee. Great reasoning. Uh, I don't know about excellent. I don't know. Shay. Shay. No, Wait, it's right. man. No, Shay is, uh, Shay is a very intriguing character. I would like to know more about Well, Shay. that's what makes it fun with Shay is that we, we don't quite know when or where the turn started or if it was from the beginning, you know, because maybe when, when, uh, Bronn went and stole her from that other night at that first camp. Maybe that night went straight to Tywin and was like, yo, your fucking kid's dude is running around stealing my, like, I paid money for her. And he was like, oh, really? And then now she's been tracked since then. Yeah. And so immediately was picked, like, who the fuck knows? Tywin knows. Tywin does know, probably, but he's dead too. So where do the whores go? Where do the whores go? <laughs> anyway, those were our thoughts and feelings and opinions on mainly Bronn and Elia, <laughs> but on Tyrion 7. And so next episode, we're going to be reading Arya 7. And uh, we got Arya at Hall. Yeah. We're going to start getting the uh, introduction to some weasel soup a little bit. Weasel soup. I do believe Jack and Hagar makes his appearance at Hall in this chapter. And so, and then after Arya, I believe, is Catelyn's next. But don't quote me on that one. And so send us our, your inductees for that one. Let us know your thoughts. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Valor de Harris. Peace. Peace.